0: about transformation and wholeness. Right. So mm-hmm. God doesn't want to just forgive us. He actually wants to change who mm-hmm. we are. He doesn't want to just forgive our sins. He wants to remove those out of our life mm-hmm. so we can become the person mm-hmm. He wants us to be, designed us to be, and we can live the abundant life that Christ came for us to have.
1: Mm-hmm. Everyone, to podcast number 150 Renew Your Mind. With us today, we have Senior Pastor Paul Gruenberg, we have Associate Pastor Jeremy Teru, who's also our Family and Youth Director, we have Retired Pastor Barry Sweet, and myself, Dana Hall, as the moderator. And we're on a series about the Old Testament, and there's two things we want to talk about. Actually, we're going to start off with. Oh, Jeremy gave me such a good tie-in, but it's repentance and restoration that's found in the Old Testament. But we also are going to link it with the New Testament as as well. And we're going to talk about that. And then somehow in here, I'd like to talk about <laughs> um, what books of the Old Testament. If it's if it's a if it's hard for us to read the Old Testament, give us a couple suggestions on some books to start with. How about that? <laughs> so, <laughs> who wants <okay>. to start? <laughs> so the story
2: goes I had a friend um, and she began reading her Bible. And um, as she was reading the Bible, we had a conversation and she couldn't understand why people could love God. And I asked, Well, where are you reading in the Bible? And she says, Well, I'm reading the prophets. And I just like shake my head and I'm like, So you're reading about the guys who are calling people who have strayed from God to account. Uh, for their disobedience to God and it and it paints God in a very it can be to the novice, I should say. paints God in a very
3: uh, um, authoritarian.
2: authoritarian judgment kind of mm-hmm. light uh, because God is holding people account people accountable to where they should be and these people were not accountable. And so in that, I told her, "Well, let's. Why don't we have you read some New Testament? Um, here's some Old Testament that you could read, as far as like Genesis, maybe a, a little bit, or in, excuse me, into Exodus where the people are set free, and um, then uh, the New Testament, the Gospels there. But it was really funny because she couldn't understand why people would love God." when she's reading um, where God is calling people to account.
1: Oh, So what else? Yeah. So expand upon that So do you mean don't start there? Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't start there. (laughs) Where not to start in the Old Testament? Yeah, where not to start. I've been
2: told to start reading in Mark because it's the shortest gospel. It's focused on healings and miracles. Um, Also John, it's a little bit Mm -hmm. longer, but it's a more spiritualized understanding of of christ in terms of
3: the old testament i would encourage someone who's pretty new to the faith if they wanted to do anything old testament do proverbs because they're short common thoughts and ideas mm. and pretty basic stuff about basic living you know mm. wise yeah. choices versus choices that are going to get you in trouble kind of approach if you're new to scripture and new to the old testament that might be a place that would be an easy in yeah i had a friend
2: mm-hmm. who said uh read uh a chapter of Proverbs a day uh, to keep the doctor away. Right? <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> kind of, but that would yeah. be like a prescription for right. a thirty-day or sixty-day. Yeah, and challenge. that's kind
3: of how Proverbs is. It's almost a prescription for health things to do or to avoid Practical for good living, life. Right. Yeah. Practical. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I've been
2: told that if you know Proverbs well, you could become a rich person by following its principles.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, so that might be a place.
0: Okay. And I would also suggest Genesis. Right. Um, Genesis means beginnings, and um, so of course we get where did creation come from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where did people come from? Why why is there trouble and strife in the world? Yeah. What is sin? Why do people need a savior? I, a lot of really foundational principles are are found right in Genesis. Okay. God as a covenant God, which means He's a promise keeper. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. makes promises and keeps them. So okay. Yeah.
3: Esther is a wonderfully inspirational story mm. and has a woman as a heroine in mm-hmm. many ways. And um, yep. Ruth is another good one in terms of personality type approach to scripture. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Those might be places to start.
1: All right. Good. Well, thank you for the practic- practical side of the Old Testament where we should begin and um, maybe not begin. Um so, on the topic of repentance and restoration, what comes to mind? What are some thoughts you want to share with our listeners?
2: So, a huge section in the Old Testament are the major and minor prophets. Uh, the The prophets really come into uh, play. Well, they've always been around, but they come into play more and more during the time of the kings. Maybe a little bit before with Elijah and Elisha, uh, but then you've got the writings of. Um, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, those are the major prophets. And of course, what makes a major prophet a major prophet and a minor prophet a minor prophet?
0: The length of the book. The length of the book, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> but, it was,
2: but it's written during a time when uh, Solomon began, the major prophets and minor prophets are written in a time when Solomon, King Solomon, uh, began his slide uh, away from God. And God then, because of that slide, uh, divides the kingdom into the northern and the southern kingdom. And there are prophets to each uh, sets of kings in the north and in the south. And those prophets are, um, well, one of the things that they are going to experience at some point in the future is uh, 70 years of captivity um, because of of their disobedience Mm -hmm. to God. But up to that point, the prophets are uh, talking to them to come back to God, Mm -hmm. to repent, uh, to do that uh, type of thing. And then also to remember that God will provide a way for you. I mean, it's not all Mm -hmm. doom and gloom. Uh, There are reminders of the Messiah Mm -hmm. uh, that God will send uh, the Messiah to the people. And so there are uh, good parts they're in there <laughs> sprinkled in sprinkled in like frost no, like uh, sprinkles on sprinkles. a cake right
3: <laughs> to me the old testament is is leading up to Jesus and mm-hmm. prophesying about him but it I see a god of restoration all through the old mm. testament mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that god is always attempting to restore a people that have a tendency to fall away all too easily. Mm-hmm. And that's your story and my story as well. And God is always trying to provide us a way home.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And, um, and and that's where I see the action of God so many times in the Old Testament. The, pro- the work of the prophets is to call people home, mm-hmm. call people back to the truth, call people back to um, the way of God that they've departed from. And one of the pieces I think that we forget, if you want to be restored, there has to be a moment or more than a moment of repentance. Mm -hmm. Is that I think that we're in this mode as people today is, is I want to be forgiven, but I don't want to stop doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, God will overlook that and still forgive me, you know, and and there's no accountability. Mm -hmm. And so part of um, repentance Simply the Old Testament word I think is Shub, S-H-U-B, which simply means turn around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. God is here and we're going over here somewhere, away from God. And repentance is turning around and coming back to God in mm-hmm. God's ways. Yeah. And leaving behind our waywardness. Mm-hmm. Um, admitting it, owning it, confessing it mm-hmm. is all part of it. Um, and not saying, you know, Eve made me do it or Adam made me do it, or somebody else made me do it, or the devil made me do it, but saying, I chose this and owning it. And then you can move forward towards restoration um, and freedom from the thing that's holding you back and causing problems in your life mm-hmm. is that you can begin to be restored because restoration's about freedom. yeah, Freedom from what it, whatever it is. That's creating havoc in your life.
0: Yeah. It's about transformation and wholeness. Right. Mm -hmm. God doesn't want to just forgive us. He he actually wants to change who Mm -hmm. we are. He doesn't want to just forgive our sins. He wants to remove those out of our life Mm -hmm. so we can become the person Mm -hmm. he wants us to be, designed us to be, and we can live the abundant life that Christ came for us to have.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. And... So we look at the prophets in the Old Testament, and there's a lot of that repentant language, you know, repent mm-hmm. and we think of Jesus being, well, Jesus is going to love me for who I am. And that's true, but true. Uh, who says repent for the kingdom of God is yeah. there? Christ yeah. yeah yeah So there's that there's that um, moment where we have to acknowledge our sin and repent or turn from it, and when we refuse to do that, I believe that allows uh, our, that allows us or Satan, um, because I believe that there's an evil one, mm-hmm. uh, Satan to then continue to uh, um, fill your mind with those things that you refuse to repent on. And, and even when you do repent, there we have to be vigilant. Mm-hmm to uh screen all of the thoughts that come into our mind. Paul would yeah. say, take every thought or captive, captive every take yeah. captive every thought uh, for the glory of God. And in doing that, we're we're filtering where those thoughts are coming from. Is it from God? Praise mm-hmm. God. If if it's from me, is it godly? Praise God. If it's not, get rid of it. You know, if it's from the world or from Satan and I tend to lop them together. Um, you know, just don't go there.
3: But repentance is the acknowledgment and then turning from. Right. To me, I'm not sure restoration, transformation, change, is at all possible without repentance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if that piece isn't in play, then you're not going to see anything else happen, mm-hmm. uh, or anything lasting happen. Yeah. That will change your life for the better. Um, repentance is the is the huge, gigantic key. That opens the door for all these other things to come into our lives and to come into play. Yeah. And and it's the piece that's missing most in our culture today.
2: Well, we want to be so um, accommodating to people. Right. Uh, we want to allow them to live uh, the lives that they're already living and accommodate them and say, well, that's okay. You're
0: accepted.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's all right. You mm. can do you can do that. God won't care.
0: Right.
2: Or, you know, God understands. Mm. And it's not true. Right.
0: Yeah. There's just a short scripture I'd like to read from Romans six. Uh I guess Romans six, fourteen through sixteen. It says, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. And we talked about that in a previous podcast. We're saved by grace through faith in Jesus. Then Paul writes, what then? Shall we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? Certainly not. Do do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience? leading to righteousness. So he's saying, just because you have forgiveness in Christ doesn't mean you can run around doing whatever you want saying, well, I'm forgiven. He's saying, you'll still end up being a slave to the ways of sin and death. You're still going to be breeding Mm -hmm. destruction into your life. But that Christ has come not only to forgive you, to set you free to walk paths Mm -hmm. of righteousness that are Mm -hmm. Mm life-giving.
1: Yeah. Thank you,
2: Jeremy. That was... And then the and then the restoration comes, which right. is what we long for. Mm. And it, when that restoration comes, it it looks different than what we're accustomed to. We gotta we have to expect that. Yeah. Um, to be like Christ means that we will live differently.
3: And so reg- restoration is not magic.
2: No, no, yeah. no.
3: And the the thing with living in
2: Christ, the thing with living restored doesn't mean we won't experience. um, uh, We may, we may be able to experience the peace, the love, the joy, the fruit of the spirit, uh, loving kindness and stuff. But that doesn't mean we're going to receive that uh, from the uh, world around us. Mm -hmm. The world around us wants to tear us down. Mm -hmm. Yeah essentially the world around us is intolerant to anything that would uh, be a form of uh, true um, a true Christianity or a real follower of Christ the world is going to condemn that you're you're and, being too intolerant yeah
1: and in that regards um do you find that uh, people go through waves of repentance and restoration I mean mm-hmm. oh, sure you get broken down and then you have to repent oh and yeah restore or head to well, restoration and it, and part again. of it is it's
3: a process is that yeah you know we take some steps forward um you know and then we need to process that and sometimes we drift back mm-hmm. you know back into some old ways and and then we come back but part of the thing that keeps us on track and keeps us accountable is putting ourselves in a place to be accountable
1: mm-hmm. like
3: going yeah. to church on sunday Mm-hmm. Um, reading scripture, being in a Bible study, um, nurturing this change in your life. That's where we're responsible after the repentance for part of the process. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it it's not magic, yeah. is that it doesn't mean we do all the work because God is the one who transforms us, but we have to assist. We have to be willing to walk down that mm-hmm. road rather than the old road. Mm-hmm. And that means we make choices that help us to do that, not hinder us. And there's mm-hmm. times when we're going to go backward and we're going to do the things that hinder. Yeah. But when we realize we're going backward, that's when, Oh, wait a minute. I got to get back on track. Lord help me. Mm-hmm. And you put yourself back in a place where the spirit can work.
1: Okay.
3: So one of the, one of the things a wise pastor, if we can leave with
2: this taught me was that it consider a horizontal line as your relationship with God and you're walking with God and you sin and you sin causes us separation from God. Right. And then as we continue to walk, we sin a little bit more and then a little bit more. And all of a sudden we're like going down stair steps. We find ourselves really far away from God and we, we reach a threshold and we we cry out to God. I am so sorry. You know, uh, I repent, restore me. And we're back up uh, to walking in, in communion with God again and then we sin and so one of the one of the keys to walking in a faithful relationship with God is to recognize when you have fallen short in the moment you fall short repent get back into relationship with God and all of a sudden your walk with God will be much closer over a long period of and time the
3: sooner we do that the better
2: yeah we right. shouldn't be afraid of repenting right. we should we should embrace it because it brings us back into yeah, right relationship with God it's actually a yeah. gift
3: from God. It, it is, is. but yeah. owning our sin is a hard thing. It is. Um, we always Well, look, recognizing it first. Recognizing it, and then we want to blame somebody else most mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. And we have to look here. In the heart. Yeah. There. Yeah.
1: Okay. Great. That's a great place for us to wrap up this podcast. So thank you, everyone, for listening. We come to you from the First United Methodist Church of Gaylord, Michigan. We're located at 215 South Center Street, and we on Sundays, we have a traditional service at 9 a.m. and a contemporary at 10.45 a.m., and we'd love to have you join us in person. If you can't come in person, you, you can also view us via Facebook Live or YouTube. If you have any other questions, we have a website um, that you can visit, or you can call the office at 989-732-5380. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us today.